1: All right, and welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am a beast, and with me as always is Devin, and we are getting ready to talk about AEW Dynamite, one half of the Wednesday Night Wars. So excited to talk about this. This is where wrestling gets fun, for sure, for us to talk about the Wednesday Night Wars and what's going on with both AEW and NXT, but this one is going to focus on all elite wrestling. Devin, uh, why don't you preview and give us some of your thoughts on uh, how, just your excitement overall talking about this. Man, tag
0: team wrestling was the subject of the night for AEW. Man, it's man. I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was thrilling, exciting, uh, a bit scary moment in the, in the very beginning uh, oh. of uh, the show too, as well. But I, I, I enjoyed myself with uh, AEW. Man, there are they had another strong night.
1: Yes, they did. This was a great show overall. And you mentioned the tag team wrestling was definitely at the forefront. Um, They had, I think it was three or four tag team matches. Let's see. One, two, I think I'm counting four. Four tag team matches on this night, which was awesome. Awesome, like uh, we, we talked about with our Raw recap, just tag team wrestling and how it's just a stark difference between the way that WWE does it and the way that AEW does in terms of how much they care. You know, it's like night and day between the two. And so, just seeing them, seeing AEW put this emphasis on tag team wrestling on this night, it was just so great. And I, I thought of that about that throughout the whole show. That yeah, this is really amazing to see. You know what great tag team wrestling can be like when a company actually gives a damn about tag team wrestling. Like it can be so entertaining, so much fun, yes. so much energy in those matches. Um, it's like why can't this just be a thing? You know, in, in in all brands. So yeah, man, just so much fun with this. And let's just kick it off right away with that first matchup. So we had SCU versus the Best Friends, which. Yeah, like you talked about it. And why don't you go ahead and break this one down, because the way it started out, um, you know, SCU coming down to the ring, and chaos kind of ensued from there.
0: Man, so basically the Lucha, the Lucha brothers came and attacked them from behind, you know, as they're coming, walking out during an entrance. SCU, uh, was it Frank Kazarian and Christopher Daniels? Yep. yep. And basically, Lucha bros, they just came out of nowhere destroying these cats, man. Felix was on Kazarian, and... God, man, this, I, this was a scary, scary move for me. So basically, it was Pentagon Jr. had Christopher Daniel in a, uh, what was it, small package pile driver Yep, on the top or the bottom of the ramp. It was toward the uh, bottom of the ramp, but nonetheless, it was on the ramp, and his head freaking bounced off. You heard the thud. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, it was hard for me to look at it. It was hard for me to look. I couldn't believe what I saw. So they just, basically, Lucha Bros is just setting the tone. They even have a match with them. (laughs) That's that's, that's just letting you guys know how, you know, how insane this tag team wrestling uh, was, man. They even have a match with these guys yet, you know? They was in another uh, round uh, with uh, Jurassic Express. That was just crazy, man. And uh, so, basically, uh, Scorpio Sky had to come in and uh, and replace Christopher Daniel because he was out. They got yep. the stretched out. They, they you know, he was talking about he couldn't, uh, what did he say, he couldn't feel his uh, arm or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember he said he couldn't feel something. Uh, couldn't make it out. But I did remember hearing that. He couldn't feel something. So, it was crazy because even Scorpio Sky wasn't, wasn't ready. He was in street clothes. He had shoes on. The ref was like, you know, it's like he told Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio Sky uh, told the ref, like, yeah, man, I can go, I can go. So he had to go in his bag and get some uh, some, some tape. tape and tape it around his wrist, man, and and get ready, man, and uh, you know, and the best friends came out, you know, best friends with, I, you know, I like their theme song. <laughs> you know, I gotta admit, best friends, theme Chuck song. Taylor and Trent. Yep, Chuck Taylor, Trent. You know, with the whole uh you know come out with their arms around each other it, it, it's a nice it's a good look
1: <laughs> <laughs> old nans old time trolling
0: exactly man they like to stick you know stick to their characters I, I hey that's what's up all right but it was a thrilling fast-paced match man it was yeah. kind of uh it was spots just about everywhere throughout this match too uh it was one what was it one uh spot i think the double suplex on uh Oh yeah. That double suplex
1: on Kazarian from uh, best friends. That was a a a nice hot spot for me, man. Yeah. I I enjoyed this matchup a lot, you know, again, great showcase for tag team wrestling. Um, and the, the character, so the best friends is not a team that I was really sold on necessarily before this matchup, but I had a lot of fun watching them in this one. and, And I'm more wanting to see, uh, them now than I was before, given the showcase that they had here. I thought they showed up really well. Um, I love the spot where they tried to do the the hug, and then it got broken up. And then they they were able to throw out. I think it was Scorpio Sky that broke it up. They got him out of the ring, and they went right back to it. And the crowd was wanting to see them hug it out, and they did. And it was just a great, like, a little fun moment that they did <laughs> between the two of them. So I love that. Um, yeah, and speaking of Scorpio Sky, I feel like as much as I'm not really a fan of SCU, I feel like Scorpio Sky showed up real strong in this matchup and looked great. Just the high flying, the the athleticism that he has, you know, the top rope spots, flying over the ropes, yes. uh, the speed that he has in the ring. Um, he looked great. He looked like a superstar. He looked like a future, you know, champion. I honestly like a singles champion um, with the showcase that he had and with the story that they were telling with him, like coming out and, and having his guys back and then saying, like, because he, he actually was the was the one that said it should be uh, Christopher Daniels and Casarian. Who should wrestle in this matchup because they have the experience and he was going to sit this one out yep. Then the lucha bros come out jump uh, Christopher Daniels and then he's coming in to be the hero saying you know what I'm not even dressing Pete but I'm going to go ahead and, and jump in because I, I have to represent my team I got to make sure that we can we can move forward so and like you said he puts on the tape um, he gets in the ring. He loses a shoe. Uh, I think one of the best friends took off one of his shoes. Yeah, it was Chuck Taylor. He took Chuck it off and threw it into the crowd. Into the crowd. And then he had one shoe left on. He's wrestling with one shoe. And then I think he took off the other shoe and threw it into the crowd. And someone in the crowd threw it back, which was kind of a fun, you know, funny yeah. moment. Um, and, you know, then the referee kicked the shoe away. And during the matchup, there was a point where the crowd chatting and he's got no shoes. <laughs> just, like, recognizing that. But, um. Yeah, man, I feel like he he showed up looking really great. And again, uh, Kazarian and Daniels, like I was a fan of them in TNA and my whole gripe with them is just like I think their time, you know, as as being in the spotlight has passed. Like it's time to let some of these new guys, some of these young guys, like come in and be more of the spotlight and you guys just help put people over. and That's it. You know, to be a part of the tournament. I feel like if they win, then I think it's a misstep for AEW. You know, I think definitely you gotta put up over one of these new teams or just give it to the Lucha brothers because those those dudes are some bad MFMs, man. Like we will get into it, but those guys right there, they're <laughs> real ones. They're real ones right there. Yeah. So you know, it, for me, it's like put it on one of the young teams or put it on those two, really. That, that's the way it should go. But, yeah, this matchup here, SCU, Chuck Taylor and Trent, the best friends, fun matchup. Um, it, both teams look strong. I, felt, I was a little bit nervous for the best friends losing this matchup because given that they took out Christopher Daniels and they had Kazarian kind of on his last legs, and then you have Scorpio Sky who's not even ready, yeah. To lose to that team, it, I'm like, is that gonna make them look weak? But the match was good enough to where I don't feel that now. Um, I still feel like they 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 are a a respectable team now. But what what are your thoughts from that standpoint?
0: I thought it was a, a strong loss by Best Friends because they man they look they look good. Uh, some of their movesets sets were great. SCU. Uh, had great chemistry with the best friends, Scorpio Sky. I, I believe that's the reason why he was in that match too, man, because he was able to match their agility of uh, best friends. Yeah. Because I, I believe if Christopher Daniels in there, it would have been probably more of a slow pace match and maybe ground and pound. Here it was just fast pace
1: everywhere, and that's what I, I enjoyed, man. So this begs the question. In the next round, is it Scorpio Sky or Christopher Daniels? Mm, that might. uh That's a good story to tell. You know, like I mean, which yeah, which guy do you go with? Because Kazarian, when they won, you know, they're on the ramp, and Kazarian's pointing to Scorpio Sky, saying "You, you," and I'm almost trying to read his lips. Like, is he saying like? you are the guy that should be with me or, you know, this is, this is like, you made this happen for this moment, but that's it. Like, you know, so I think that's an interesting story to tell to, you know, have that debate happen. Maybe Scorpio Sky, since he's the one that won that matchup uh, should be there in that, that final or in that next matchup in their, in their round two matchup. Yeah, man. Cause who they go against in round two, they go against, uh, um. Oh, they are going Dark Order. Yep, that's who they're going yes. against. You know what? I could see them going over Dark Order though. Yeah, Which remember when we talked about this? This this is my fear: is SCU going to the final and potentially? I think it will be them versus the the Lucha Brothers, bros. Um, yeah. And they, and they this feud, so like you said in the beginning, they, they jumped them, and it was kind of like, wow, this is crazy. They don't I know. know. Like, match <laughs> But the story actually started the week before because there was an interview after that promo that um, – I'm trying to remember. There was a promo or there was an interview that was going to happen at the arena with SCU trying to hype up the tournament. And then the Lucha Brothers interrupted it, you know, and we – We didn't really get much like on the mic, um, you know, promos back and forth between the two. It was just kind of like a scuffle, like they were getting each other's faces. They kind of threw some fists and that was it. But, yeah, it seems like they're really building those two teams fighting it out eventually. Yeah, I I think I
0: see the foreshadowing in in that just the way how Lucha Bros started the, or set the tone with SCU, and you can see, you know, since SCU is on the
1: other side of that bracket, uh, it, it just makes sense now. Yeah. I think it's either going to be SCU versus the Lucha Bros, or they're going to go the other way and have Dark Order go against Private Party, and both Lucha Bros and SCU lose those matchups leading up to maybe... The Lucha Bros and SCU facing each other at uh full gear, you know, in a separate tag team matchup, just kinda like a grudge match, because they're both pissed. Maybe they both cost each other that match. You know what? That's that's that that seems like an AEW thing to do now. You know, <laughs> you know, just shake it up a little bit that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like the sound of that, man. Why not? Why not? Right. Well, I like that. Have like a grudge match. Yeah, full gear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see which we'll see which way they go, but I definitely do like uh, the idea of you know kind of giving Private Party and Dark Order that championship matchup, one of those two teams being the first champions, and then you know because Lucha Bros are over, man. Like those guys, they I would love to see them as champions, and I feel like they are the unofficial tag team champions of AEW right now, just how good they are. Um, but to mix it up a little bit and give one of these other teams a chance to to shine with the belts actually as the first champs, I, I would be okay with that.
0: Yeah, man, man, dude, just think about their tag team division is stacked. It's yeah, it's the best tag team division in the in the world right now, hands down. Yeah, hands yeah. down. Yeah, like you, you got you got private party, young bucks, lucha bros. Santana and Ortiz. Oh my God, oh my God, bro! It's this. It, it's just stupid. Strong, <laughs> stupid strong division. <laughs> Young Bucks were man. Matt, Matt and Nick. They, that's what they said, man. They want to. They want to present the best tag team in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what they're mm-hmm. doing.
1: Yep. You know, I realized something too because I talked about last week uh, and Helico and his tag team partner and why they weren't. Because I thought they were actually in the tournament. I thought they were being rated over a private party, which is why I said, man, you know, like the ratings don't really make sense. But they're not even in this tournament, which makes sense because they didn't win. They, they're winless as a tag team. Yep, that's right. So that makes sense. So it makes more sense now seeing it that way. So, yeah, I just needed to clear that up because I remembered saying that and I'm like, yeah, no, they, they're actually not in this in this uh, division. So just wanted to bring that up. But, um, yeah, this division is great. And uh, I, I am excited. And, and right after that matchup um, with SEU and Best Friends, we had the Santana and Ortiz versus John Silver and Alex Reynolds, two guys who I'm not familiar with at all. Yeah. But this was a showcase for Santana and Ortiz to just show how badass they are, <laughs> how crazy they are. I mean, man, this, this was something. Like Santana is super athletic, this kind of bigger like guy who's able to do these these cruiserweight moves like not like Luchasaurus big, but he just seems like a like a big jack dude. And for him to to just do what he's doing, you know, and with the speed, he does it, man. He just gives zero F's about the people that he's he's, you know, kicking in the face, punching in the mouth. And I love it. I love it. And Ortiz, man, he's crazy. He's like, a maniac, bro. Dude, he's crazy. It's the little thing he would do where he took his gloves off and he was scratching the guy's back and he was like, like a cat. I'm like, what's wrong with him? Like, this man's got some screws loose. What's going on? Oh, man, bro.
0: It's this. this was, I, first of all, I want to talk about the entrance, man. I love the entrance, man. Yeah. If I wasn't proud that I wouldn't be powerful. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. It, it just sets the tone for uh or just sets the energy for 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 their team, man. Yeah. And and it I love that entrance. I felt that. And uh they just dominated what was it Alex Reynolds Reynolds and John Silver. Yep. Like you said, Santana, Athletic, Ortiz, straight up maniac, bro. Mm-hmm. And then they went with the street sweeper
1: great name too for a
0: friend, yes. man yes <laughs> <laughs> love that yes yes it did they're they're then they get out the ring and they stop you know just at at the end of the entrance pointing to the screen chris jericho pops up and basically just like you see that you know what i'm saying that's why that part of my inner circle They just, you know, they're, they say, he said, they're the
1: pit bulls of pit bulls. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man, it was great. And, you know, I think the one thing about it that I was like, ooh, I wish that they would have organized this a little bit better is that you could still hear um, uh, Ortiz like kind of getting wild in the arena while that video was going on. I kind of, I kind of liked it, but I kind of was distracted by it at the same time because I wanted to hear what Jericho was yeah, yeah. We the so best. You know, we the best. Said it. <laughs> Which it fits his character to do something like that anyway. So I'm fine with it. But I also wanted to hear Jericho, so I'm like, oh what well, you know, I don't know what to feel right now, but it was cool. It was cool. Both ways it was
0: cool. Yeah, man. It and you know what? I love Chris Jericho. That dude is a boss. How, oh, he, yeah. said, how he just, you know, talked about. His uh, tag team Santana Ortiz, and he wants he he told them how he, I, they came to him even before the inner circle, and they want to face the young bucks. Yep, <laughs> yep. The, Bucky <laughs> the Bucky Boys,
1: man. Which that, that I, 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 in full
0: gear, I'm like, oh my
1: god. Yes. Yes. I, I'm all for it. I'm so happy that that matchup is going to happen. That is going to be great. There are so many matches that are just going to be insane on in that pay-per-view. Like, I, I'm definitely going to see this pay-per-view and just be, you know, just, just, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I mean, damn, all the other pay-per-views going on at that time. That's going to be the one that I really want to see because they are doing a great job, a masterful job of building up this pay-per-view. I'm hyped.
0: They are, they are, man. Uh, Man, so kudos to uh, AEW again, once again, you know, shining a spotlight on tag team wrestling. Like, this is not for a belt. This is is basically, you know, uh, because they said they're the best. They want to go against the best. Uh, Another another great tag team. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. It's, man, that matchup with the Young Bucks – is going to be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. So let's keep it moving through this card here. So we had Riho versus Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship match. So you had caught this one. They- what do you think of that Cody Rose promo? We got- oh, yeah, yeah. Don't let me skip that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, you reminding me of that. I loved it. Man, whoever is writing and directing these video packages that they do, that had me. It was very compelling, and it had me. And that person shout out to you because you are killing the game right now with how you're doing these videos. <laughs> it was like a movie. It was like uh, a, the way it was shot. It was, oh my yeah. Cause you had, you had uh Brandy like talking to, cause so Cody is sitting at their like di- like their kitchen table, basically yep. just like, you know, in thought. Right. And Brandy comes out and she's trying to go through a laundry list of things that Cody has to do all these like meetings and, you know, you know, TV uh, things that he has to do. And slowly the audio from her like kind of cuts out and it, it almost like symbolizes for me listening to it like he's he's kind of getting lost in his own thoughts right now. And it's like all of everything else in the world is just noise. Even the things that she's saying he has to do is just noise. And he's starting to maybe focus in on this matchup coming on up in full gear. So and I love that. And then you have Brandy kind of talking about how, you know, once this matchup, once he it, it became known that he was going to face Jericho, we knew we were gonna lose him for the next couple of months. And you see him in this like tank, this water tank, just kind of like floating there, just still and like focused and just like you know, just just getting his body right, basically. Yep. Um, right now, bro. Dude, it was it was like really great, man. I remember watching that, and I was shaking my head like, wow, these dudes, WWE just can't even touch them on this right now. They can't. <laughs> they can't.
0: Yeah. They cannot. Dude, I love this promo, man, because it just showed what the AEW Championship means to Cody. Mm-hmm. You know how focused he he is, man. And I, I love everybody giving their own perspective, like uh, JR, saying, like, you know, Chris Jericho, he only has to focus on you know, uh, Cody Rhodes, but Cody Rhodes he has to focus on, you know, meetings, meetings upon meetings, even before Chris Jericho, you know, just saying like how much he has to deal with, how much he has on his plate. Yeah. I, I love that, man. Uh, it, 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 and once again, you know, shout outs to AEW. Like, like you said, whoever cut that video package, brilliant, you know, and you still gave that sports atmosphere as well,
1: man. It felt like, uh, you know, it, it, felt, it felt like a sporting event. It did. It did. Because, again, I, I the comparison that I keep making is with, like, you know, UFC now and the way that they cut their promos to kind of hype up fights. You know, you will get a lot of this of, like, the guys training before, you know, training for the match. Um, and then you'll have these interviews with people, with them. HBO would do this, too, for boxing, you know, where you do these, like, great documentaries, essentially, for the fights that are getting ready to happen. And, you know, weeks before the, the fights happen, you know, they may do this little documentary series for a big fight coming up with, you know, all sorts of the, the big names. Basically, this feels like that. It does. It feels like a like a actual documentary, you know, where they're just tracking the story, the journey, the training the focus of these wrestlers as they're getting ready to fight for this thing that means so much to both of them. Like, yeah, like you said, it just elevates that championship and what it means so much when they do that. It's great. Yeah, man, I definitely agree.
0: Like, I, I love how they're highlighting the fact how important the AEW championship is. And, and, and you know, that they, they make it a point that wins and losses matter as well. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and I still love that. You know they 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 set the tone. I think what works too, like they're all in on this whole sports atmosphere as well. Like they have a they have they have twenty minute uh, limit on their on their matches as well. That's how yep. that's how that Darby Allen Cody Rose went. It went on the draw. Mm-hmm. Like nobody won because you didn't beat your opponent within the time allotted. Yep. You know, and that's how it works in sporting events. UFC. UFC. Boxing, they all have a time a lot. You got to beat your opponent with the time they give you. Yep. And it works the same way here unless
1: they unless they mention it in the bout. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I love the presentation overall, man. Like, they, I want to see more packages like this. This actually makes me want to see uh, some of the stuff they do on YouTube um, leading up to the pay-per-views, too. Like, I want to start watching that to get more. being oh, the elite? Yeah, okay. yeah. I watch some of that, man. It's good. Yeah, I think that this – this if with what we saw on this edition of Dynamite with Cody Rhodes, it's a great indication. If it is a, a, a similar to what they're doing on that YouTube channel, yeah, yeah I'm going to start eating that up, man. I'm just going to start watching that all the
0: it time. That reminds me as well. Uh, they actually show their dark shows or their dark magic Oh yeah. on YouTube. I need to start watching that, man. I heard about that. I'm missing a good piece of that.
1: Yeah, AEW Dark, I think, is what it's called on AEW, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out because, man, I, I cannot get enough of AEW right now. It just feels so good to, to be able to take in just this, this product that they just care so much about. It's so evident how much they care about what they're doing. So, yeah, definitely want to take that in.
0: is nothing but a buffet of
1: wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let me say that again, man. All right. One. <laughs> So so uh, after that package, we did have Reho versus Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship, which so far, I'll say that this was probably the best women's match that we've seen in AEW. Now, that's not really giving him the highest praise because to this point. AEW women's matches have not been that great. I mean, the Nyla Rose Reho match, we both said it just did not make sense logically. Um, the last match, the tag match was an improvement, but it still kind of lacked. Something It didn't have that extra like I just didn't care as much as, you know, I would I would hope to care about women's wrestling in this in that matchup, especially with what they do in NXT and even on Raw and SmackDown with the four horsewomen and some of the other women's wrestlers they have, man, like WWE definitely has that on lock right now. Um, But this matchup, I thought, was the best matchup that they've had in the women's division. And there were still like some major mistakes and botches that kind of drag this down a little bit, too. Um, there was one point where the two women were under the ropes and it just seemed like they were confused on what the next spot was supposed to be. Yeah, man. They them both up and they put them to both corners and kind of started over. And I was like, Whoa,
0: I think that was in the beginning of the match. Cause the beginning of the match was a bit sloppy. Like it
1: took a while for them to get in their, in their groove. Yeah. So I, I was, I was like, I kind of cringed a little bit on that part, but overall I feel like, it, they were able to get their bearings after that spot happened, after the mistake, and kind of reset it, started, you know, got back into it. And, yeah, I mean, I thought that overall it just it, – it was a solid matchup. Um, I'm really growing to be a fan of Britt Baker more and more each time I see her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's the future of that division. Like, she needs to be the one that gets propped up to be the, the next women's champion uh, sooner rather than later for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rio with her experience, I get it. I can it. it makes sense why she would be the first champion because of experience, but Britt Baker, she's got the look. I think the fans really are behind her. They want to be more behind her. So I think AEW just has to pull that trigger and say, "Yeah, let's 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 put our fans are they love Rio. They do, but I don't know, man. I feel like I'm trying to figure out what's the big deal about
0: Rio. Because I see how the fans love her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why are they so so in awe with her? I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm not trying to that's not like a knock on her. Yeah. But I'm just trying to know more about her and what's the reason why it seems like they're just in awe with her with her uh wrestling
1: ability. I think it's cause she's tiny and cute. being <laughs> <if I'm> real. <laughs> And I'm being serious. Like, I think that's what it is. I don't think it's anything that she's doing in the ring that's special. I think they see her and they're like, oh, look at this. Like seeing like seeing like a puppy dog. Like, you just can't help but like kind of lo- love her, you know, like as a person. And you're just like wanting to root for her and see her do the best that she can do. But she's not that great in the ring. She just – she just isn't she's very like you know i feel like at times she seems like still nervous and not completely in command of the ring um her stomps are cool like she does that and she continues she like does so many stomps in the matches i think is because that's like her most confident move and her most like impressive move um yeah i don't know you're you're right like i don't i don't get it either why she would be seen as so like impressive i don't i don't I think it's because she's she's tiny as as, as hell, and and she's maybe you, she, yeah, man.
0: Maybe, maybe you're right on that. Is it yeah. to to me? Like I gotta be real. I don't like her theme music. I just, it's, it comes out. It's, it sounds too video gamey to me. Yeah, it's like
1: a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I'm about to play like a, a video game. But weirdly enough, I mean, I feel like it does fit her though. Like, I wouldn't want her to come out to like some heavy rock thing. Or I'm not saying that, but I think
0: it could be something. I don't know. It 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 just doesn't work for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I and I've I've made the comparison to to Kyrie right? Like, I feel like Rio's is like you know not quite Kyrie Sane. They're they're similar in that they're tiny, but. You know, Kyrie is just you know a a beast. Like she's awesome. You know, so for me, like let's say Kyrie Sane came out to that music, would you feel the same way? Man, why you guys? (laughs) I'm just saying, just to put it in perspective, you know, like
0: because they're very similar. I like
1: the music, so. I, and The pirate music, too, is kind of like, you know, fun and, and lighthearted. And, you know, same with, with what Riho's doing with the whole, like, video game, like, Japanese, like, Nintendo, Atari-type theme.
0: It comes in more smooth, you know, like, yeah. Pirate. Hers is just more, more upbeat. Yeah. It, and it gets, at like, a higher tempo as well. And, I don't know, it just doesn't work for me.
1: It, it just sounds a bit annoying to me. Let me ask you this. All right, Kenny Omega's theme song. How do you feel about that? Because it's actually kind of similar. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Then that—that's you being consistent. I, I, I respect <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't like I don't like Kenny Omega's theme. Theme. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's almost like Rihos is almost a remix of that one. They both have this very like I, I, the way I describe it. It's like a like old school Nintendo, which you know, Japanese video game company, nineties or eighties video game type theme or anime theme from back in the day. You know, yeah. like they're similar in that way. And they and you know uh, uh, Kenny, we know that he's huge in like the in the video gaming world, so. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that he would choose that as his theme choose that kind of theme song. Um for Riho, you know, maybe it's similar. You know, I know and the two of them-, them just selling that idea to Rio. Like, oh <laughs> think about this. Like this video game has just been one of my
0: favorite. And I just see that. That's why I yeah. laugh. Because I yeah. see that. Actually pitched at the Rio because he just had a uh because he used to play this video game. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe it, that that could have been exactly how that went. You know, and I, I, and I read something about Riho and Kenny, like they've known each other for a while. And, you know, I think he just has a lot of respect for her. So that's that's, you know, part of the reason why she's a part of this company. And they, so there's I don't know. I just I, I feel like from a theme music standpoint, that's probably it, it just kind of fits their characters. So I'm I'm actually OK with that. I feel like as long as the in-ring and the stories are being told the right way. Like that to me is not is is it could help maybe if you have a better theme and if you have a better entrance, because people love seeing great entrances. I love seeing great entrances. So it would help for sure. But I think in spite of the entrances, I think they could also just with Riho. I think she needs some stories. I mean, she needs an actual storyline to be able to get her character over more with us who aren't just already in love with her. Yeah. Um, you know, that AEW audience, like you said, there's a lot of them that do love her um she was getting a great reaction man yeah yeah even in that Nyla rose match which people said sucked yeah 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 i think if they're gonna steal the wwe audience away they've got to do something more with her than what they're doing you know because that that group is not gonna be able to go like casual fans i don't think they're gonna look at this oh oh, yeah she's great now i think i'm like what is this what is happening why is she even in these matches like she, she shouldn't be hurting anybody. She's under 100 pounds. Like, how is this even possible?
0: Yeah, you got to think about this crowd, man. You know, this is a Philly crowd. And I think they even mentioned in the beginning of the show that it sold out in 22 minutes. So this is a hardcore mm-hmm. fan base. I mean, right now I'm watching a, a kid that's that's dressed as uh, Cassidy Orange. In the oh, room. man. <laughs> this a kid. A kid.
1: I see him. I see him now. Yes. (laughs) I did not catch that when I watched it first time. Oh my goodness! goodness. Part on the side with the shades, man. Oh (laughs) man, how did they not zoom in on that kid just to show off?
0: Because I was like, dude, that's like the coolest thing I ever seen.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) And he's he's at times too. He's in character as well. He's just like real cool, just with the sunglasses on, just like. St- yeah, st- <laughs> he's just getting the sunglasses on. His arms crossed, just looking at Rio right now, like nodding his head in approval. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so so the perfect jacket, man. The- yeah. <laughs> sleeves rolled up. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's uh, wow. yeah. I guess that's his uh, favorite wrestler. Oh, man, I, I would uh, I would hope you doing all that, man, my goodness. <laughs> no, but yeah. So, you know, with Riho, look, you know, we we are saying from our perspective, it's like we're not seeing it yet. And from that crowd's perspective, they they like her for whatever it is. And, and from what I'm seeing, because the wrestling itself in the ring isn't quite what i would call great you know i would say it's it has to do probably maybe from japan you know they respect her from all the time that she spent there and really know her from that um but just what i'm seeing is like i can acknowledge she's the the underdog story in all of her matches you know could kind of play a part in this because she's so small and then yeah she's just got this bubbly perspective she's just so cute you know that you're just like all right you know like again like that puppy dog thing like you just kind of can't help but love her so you know and that's okay too that's fine but do i would want them to do more with that so again you can kind of bring people like us who don't have that history with reho to really get to know her and and you know respect her beyond just the look and all of that
0: why not just do a package video
1: yeah that would be great
0: you could just not. You can give us like a six to seven minute package video, on not even that long. Maybe three to four minutes. It can be. Exactly. And just to get a short background, show the history between her and Kenny Omega. Maybe some mm-hmm. old matches or something like that. Some old matches from old Japan matches. something like that. Hell yep. yeah, her, her training with Kenny Omega. Something like that, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's give me something. Yeah. I think it worked and, and that would help with the, you know with with
1: fans like us. Yep. Agreed, agreed. So yeah, man, definitely. We'll see in the weeks to come. And again, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, um, and I'll be remiss, I don't think we actually said what happened in, in this matchup at the end. So Britt Baker try, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, yes. um, put her in the lockjaw, put Riho in the lockjaw submission. Um, but it got reversed and into a roll-up pin, and Riho ended up retaining the title that way. Um, Britt Baker and Riho were kind of standing in the middle of the ring. Riho extended her hand to shake her hand. Britt Baker kind of – Dr. Britt Baker uh, backed her up a little bit, just uh, almost seemed like she was maybe a little bit pissed off about the the matchup. And I wouldn't say a heel turn was teased, but I I kind of would like to see something like that maybe happen for her at a certain point uh, just to see that other side of her too. (laughs) what's that you said for Britt baker yeah I, w- I think it'd be cool with rio being a face and being okay. you know, yeah champion, i think that would be a, a maybe a nice way to co- make, continue that feud for Britt to turn heel and then be a, a, a better face than rio though a bigger face now i, I think, think so i should say she could be big, a
0: bigger face
1: I think she could. I think she could for sure. I just think that right now with Riho, because we said it, Riho is so over right now with that crowd that maybe one approach you could take to try to move Britt Baker into that main event spot right away is to just have Britt be heel, you know, and then just go with that. And maybe through being a heel, we see more of a personality like we do a lot of times when people turn heel and people fall in love with Britt Baker that way. And then she ends up being like, like Adam Cole in a way, you know, with, you know, just like she's a heel, but, you know, people still love her because she's so damn cool. Like, I don't know. There could be a similar thing there, I think, with, with, uh, with Britt, you know, as a heel, but mostly because Riho is, again, she is over. We can't deny that. So, you know, a heel competitor for her is, is needed. And yeah, it could be Britt. Yeah, man. Uh,
0: cause I, I just think, Cause she has a great look, and she's an actual doctor too, you know, mm-hmm. dentist. So I think that that works in her favor to be a,
1: a, a great face character. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. I think that would be cool too. I, I would have no problem with them continuing on with her as a as a face, and then pushing her that way. Um, you know, it's just I think that eventually we need to find some heel competitors for Riho. And Nyla Rose, I don't want to really see that matchup again because I just – I'm not going to buy that Riho is doing damage to Nyla Rose. It just yeah, doesn't – Looking at that match was horrible to me. Yeah. That 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 matchup doesn't work. You know, and then, like, uh, let's say they bring in Awesome Kong. It'll be the same problem. It's just mm-hmm. it's unrealistic. Um, so someone – that size, like a Britt Baker size, that I can kind of buy more. That matchup looked a lot better. It did. Than the other matchups, aesthetically, so, it did. Yeah, yeah. So there's that other one, uh, a Bea B B Priestley that was in that tag team match last week. I feel like maybe her because she she already is a heel, so that would be a good good person for her to go against potentially. You said
0: Bea Priestley, yeah the in the tag mm-hmm. matchup they had
1: last week. Last
0: week, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so because they they did uh, did show like
1: they didn't like each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So maybe you have like Britt Baker versus B Priestley. You know, at some point, maybe not next week, maybe the week after that, number one contenders match up something in, of, along those lines, or just maybe a grudge match. Uh, B gets the win, and then B wants to be the next in line to go against Rio. and then he build it up that way.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. They they should really add another uh another women's match though. Yeah, that's a great point. You brought that up before that You only got one again. One matchup for the women on this card. Like you got two hours and you have one. Uh that that makes it seem like you just don't have that much faith in the women to be able to put on a great show yet.
0: Yeah. Like you can like you can do another match for the women. I'm like, man, if you Give them opportunities. They will shine because I I thought you guys had a
1: a plentiful roster on the women's side. In that that um, Casino Battle Royal, we did get a preview of some of the women there and there were some standouts for sure that I did like. Um, And, you know, Brandy is also just a name that people. You know, know and could gravitate towards as a heel. That's to, to talk about heels. Actually, that's another person that you could have. Her wrestling ability is not that level, though. But just as a personality, I mean, that could fit. Yeah. Um, awesome Kong, her bodyguard. You know, slash person she's helping put over as another person there. Um Yeah, and there were a couple. I mean, Emma is the well wrestler, formerly known as Emma, is uh, there too in the company. So why not bring her in because? She's someone who from, a, from the WWE fans will know her. So that's a that's a person that instantly will be recognizable experience working on live television. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another one that was good. Yeah, there's there there. I think they they do have the talent there. They just need to showcase it. They just, And maybe they're doing it on uh, AEW Dark. Maybe we should check that out, like we said, uh, to see who they're showcasing there. But uh, put them on the main show. Put them on Dynamite. Show though, Just, like, I get it. You put them on AEW Dark, but it's it's
0: not you know the national. Not the it's not the national broadcast.
1: Right, right, exactly. So yeah, let's let's see more of the women on on the main show AEW. Let's make that happen. Um, all right, so let's go to this tag team tournament. Right back to it. We've got. Uh, the Jungle Express, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus the Lucha Bros. So at first, I was upset when I did not see Luchasaurus. I like, How are you not bringing Luchasaurus? You're going to go against the Lucha Bros you bring Marco Stunt? What are you thinking? Like, you guys are going to get murdered now. Like, what's happening <laughs> But Then I had to calm down. <laughs> I had to calm down because they they did say the announced team said Luchasaurus was injured. So I'm like, oh, okay. That makes more sense. You, you, you know, because if I was about to get re- – I was already getting real heated thinking about I'm not going to get to see this man and – you guys are going to lose because you didn't bring your top gun. Like, why would you? It, it's like, you know, I hate to bring up WWE during this, but, you know, Finn Balor not bringing the Demon during certain matches. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Logically, it doesn't make sense. Like, for the thing, Yeah. You're on this losing streak, and, you, and you're not going to bring your biggest gun? Biggest gun, exactly. Same, that's how I feel about this. Like, you're going against the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. And you're not going to bring the Luchasaurus? What? But, again, he's injured, so, you know, now it makes sense. Anyway, what was great about this is, man, Marco Stunt, this dude is talented and tough. Yes. Tough son of a bitch, man. Man. (laughs) It was crazy. This dude, I'm just – he's so small compared to the Lucha Brothers, right? And the Lucha Brothers aren't giants. You know, they're just, like, normal-sized guys that are just badasses – um but yeah he held his own he was in there he was taking punishment he was getting thrown around but he would come back you come back you run right back at him he'd do some kind of you know high-flying lucha type move himself and you're just like wow, this dude so great showing for marco stunt for sure uh Uh, let me take a step back oh go ahead go ahead the entrances for the lucha bros with that samurai get up man oh my god the gold and the black samurai they came out like that i'm like you know what AEW, stop playing just give these dudes the belts right now just just go ahead clean my guy (laughs) (laughs) too clean bro what are we doing you guys unless unless you're gonna again have say scu pay them back with a beat down that cost them the belts, or they just you know interrupt their next match to cost them the belts i don't see how the lucha brothers lose a match in this whole tournament I don't know. they're just too badass for that bro man. man they they
0: they they just look op like they were just yeah. jacked up on steroids <laughs> just just looking for a fight man yeah and, and you know shout out to to pentagon too when Dude. just you know tiptoeing i love when he do that little tiptoe walk he yeah sinister you know, he does it at the beginning of the ramp. He does it during the match, but I, I love that man. You know, it's oh man. It's perfect to me. Zero fear. Yeah, man. And they had some great in ring chemistry with uh, Jurassic Express, they, man. They did. It was one spot. I think he uh it was Pentagon Jr. He had Marco Stunt, and Marco Stunt was kind of like spinning around him in that sequence, and then yeah. it cost him the Felix. And Felix, I thought he was getting ready to do a maneuver, but Marco Stunt
1: end up countering it and turn into a DDT. Yeah, yeah, wow. he tossed it. I remember that. Yep, yep. Man. yep, yeah, man. It just even in the beginning because I actually have it on right now. Pentagon versus Marco Stunt. Marco son didn't even take his shirt off in the beginning right he's just <laughs> looking at pentagon and pentagon is looking at him like this little what does this little dude think he is he's like shh, shh, crowd crowd you know like calm down for a second let me go ahead and, and try to humble this dude and like you said the little tiptoe thing he's like yo point out his ear listen up Cero, and just shoves him away but Marco son of course you know he's tough son of a bitch. He's a little guy. He's like, I'm just going to step right up to this dude and shove him and then he starts doing that like backpack dance or whatever. <laughs> you know, that that oh, little thing. The floss. <laughs> yeah, the floss. There you go. And I'm just like, oh, dude, dude, you're gonna, he's going to kill you. He's going to just murder you right now. But just that chemistry, like you said, that they had with each other, it's just great. Like, they had fun in the match. They got hard hitting in the match. Yeah. It just had a little bit of everything. It and then it, it showcased uh jungle express really well, you know, because I think they are future tag team champions. This this trio that they have. Um so yeah, just great showing for them for sure, man. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. And then man, Marco Stunt, bro,
0: this dude, it was during the commercial break. He was this this when I realized, oh, this bro is a tough son of a bitch. He got like the worst ass whooping of his life during that commercial break. I wish it didn't go commercial. Oh yeah. (laughs) It was Pentagon and Felix giving him like the hardest chops ever. Had hmm. like had his arms uh, kind of just ho- uh, hugged up on the rope on the ringside. And uh, you could tell he was telling the crowd to shush and just wow. Like you didn't need to hear it, but you felt it, man. You saw it in the body language. And man, basically Marco's stunt just collapsing on the floor. And then it was another. Uh, Another OMG moment when Pentagon Jr. just uh, had him, picked him up, and thrown towards Felix, and Felix super kicked Marco
1: Stunt. And- mm-hmm.
0: I was like, what the hell? Is he even alive?
1: Yeah, they're super kicks, man. Ray Phoenix is super kicks, I think, especially. He's kicking through people. He's not kicking them in the face. He's kicking through someone's face when he's trying to super kick, man. Like, it is crazy. Like, they're both awesome, and they they both, like uh, Ray Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr., bring, like, a, a, a different a quality to the matches. Like, Pentagon has that charisma, and he's just nuts as hell and just just vicious. Yeah. And then you've got Ray, who's just, like, hyper-athletic, but then, like I said, with the super kicks and everything, man, like it's just, he's going to kick somebody's head off one of these days. Like, he's like literally going to go in the third row or something. Like, that's the way I feel about when I see him. Just bad I feel like ass. He's one of murder teams out here, man. Literally, yeah. Probably, I'm like,
0: we yeah. don't Kill y'all. Y'all dying the ring. So what? It's probably <laughs> the best. is we yeah. what we up for. Oh my God. They gave, they gave, like another package, a small uh, package power driver to Marco's stunt. But this time Felix kind of just, what, did he do stump on him, he, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he had stumped, uh, double stumped Marco stunt while Pentagon was delivering the small package power driver, bro. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's... You got, you, you're trying to kill him. Yeah, trying to kill, and that was the finish right there. I'm like, Yeah, that he's winning, they're winning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you know, another shout out I gotta give this referee. We've got to find out, man. I was about to go ahead, bro. This referee was standing up to the Lucha Brothers every time she felt like they were going too far, and there were a couple times that you could see her say, Hey, back up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, What? Are you what is going on? where did they find her and I, one of the commentators was like I, I don't know if it was during this match or another matchup she did later on where they were like oh she's one of our best like dude hold on i think she's the best you guys have at this point yeah honestly like and that's literally i'm not saying it like oh she's a woman whatever no 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 mm-hmm. Just her as a like the, the work she's doing in there it's entertaining yeah. she's in the way she's authoritative and standing up to to everybody, it doesn't matter who that person is. Yeah. It was look Pentagon in the face. So oh, Pentagon yeah. he
0: was like, "Back up, back up." Said it twice. I was like, "Damn, right!" right.
1: <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> to to Jenny Pentagon is a scary dude, man. Yeah. With that face man. pain My and goodness. just look at him and just be like, "Back up!" Like, Ooh. <laughs> wow. Hey, okay. Like, 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 raised
0: by that, bro. Yeah. She didn't care who you are. She, was, yeah. she said that with authority. Like, yes, man. Yes, yes ma'am.
1: I would, oh, my God. Dead, I would do all of that. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And I, I'm seeing the sequence again that you're talking about with the with the chops. Oh, and by the way, uh, it's it's Phoenix. A couple times you said Felix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ray Phoenix. So, Phoenix, yeah, they had Marco Stunt tied up in that rope. And first it was Pentagon who delivered the chop. And then Ray Phoenix comes in and they chopped him too. I'm like, goodness, man, this is crazy. And then Ray Ray goes to the side where, where Jungle Boy, he's, he's standing on the apron. And he's like, I got some for you too. Goes over, walks around, super kicks his legs out from underneath him. He drops to the ground. Then they go back to work in the Ray on Marco's stunt. Just pose a little bit, just enjoying the moment. I'm like, these two dudes are just they, like you said, their OP is all shit, man. This is just, just crazy. Are, man. I swear they just
0: took like a sniff of cocaine or something backstage because <laughs> they were just on 10, bro.
1: <laughs> Dude, he I'm saying this too. Pentagon had this Marco Stunt up with one hand. Yeah. Did you see that? He so I missed this part. He had he he was basically holding Marco Stunt up with one hand over his head. Then he threw Marco stunt at Ray Phoenix, who super kicked his head. <laughs> what the hell
0: is that? <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying, man. Marco stunt is a tough son of a bitch, man. Yeah. Just beat, the, like you said, the beating of his life. Yes, their whole commercial break was all about Marco stunt getting beat down.
1: <laughs> God, man. Shout out to everybody involved in this match. Marco Stunt, man. Kudos to you, man. To replace Luchasaurus and be able to pull this off and be this entertaining and just like, oh, this is great. This is great. And I I think that's a legit injury too, by the way. Like I feel like there's no way they would just say, hey, let's just take him out of this. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe they're thinking like they don't want to, you know, have Luchasaurus be a part of the team that loses right away because maybe they want to build Luchasaurus. But, you know, you know, I, I I buy it if it's a real injury because you know it, it. And if it's it, not, it's a damn good story to do. It's a good story. So either way it works, it's kind of irrelevant anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I feel like we could keep talking about this this whole time because I just love 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 the Lucha Brothers, and I'm really a fan of the Jungle Express. So this this man, I'd venture to say this is probably a match of the night, honestly. Yeah, it was. It really- And there was another tag team match that was
0: huge.
1: huge like the names the star power in that match was amazing but this match right here i don't know there's just something about it for me at least that i kind of want to give it to this match because i was i I went from being really disappointed to highly highly entertained like just real quick yeah man because i you know what because
0: lucha bros how they even set the tone in the beginning is like like in the beginning of the show yeah, like, even though you could have been confused if you never watched AEW just you, your first time, you would think, oh, they're about to get ready to, what, they faced them? They're going to face them, they're face mm-hmm. them as competitors to, for the first match? Yeah. Like, nah, they they just taking them out because they don't like them. Yeah, because they part of the tag team tournament. Yeah. Yeah, man, and gave Christopher Daniel like a
1: vicious, oh, my God, that's, I can't even watch that again, man. Man, I, I did. I saw it again, I saw the contact. It's, man.
0: it's a thud, bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, my neck.
1: That's my stuff, man. That's my stuff. That <laughs> looked vicious. That looked he vicious. Throat throat too. Yeah, yeah. I saw him, him kind of like, as soon as his head hit, it's kind of like he, he touched his head real briefly, and I'm like, man, maybe it just kind of connected more than it should have in that moment. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it was what it was. God, these dudes, man. That Canadian destroyer that Pentagon hit. I'm just saying that again now, too. (laughs) Goodness. Just swinging Marco Stunt around by his hair. (laughs) 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 What is happening? Oh, God. Such a good matchup, man. But yeah, Marco Stun Go ahead. Light work. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, he fought, man. He fought. Broke his arm. The, the, The arm breaker move that Pentagon did. Wow. All right, man. So, yeah, the, the Lucha Brothers, needless to say, they won the matchup. They're moving forward um, to, gosh, we'll see what happens. I, I'm feeling some kind of, you know, interference or something happening to to have. Because that matchup that's going to happen next week, by the way, with Private Party and them, oh, boy. It's the Final Four next week. That's going to be crazy. Dude, that's going to be crazy. That, to me, I'm just I'm putting that right now. That's probably going to be my match of the night. The, the yeah. private party versus Lucha Brothers? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I got to ask
0: this. All right. Yeah. Well, we are NXT diehard fans. hmm hmm Is next week the week that maybe
1: you watch AEW first? So, full disclosure, I watched AEW first this week. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. I watched AEW first this week. Because I just wanted to, to see – I don't know. There was something that I, I, I can't even explain, like, why. It just – I felt like watching it this week first just to see it. And I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, we'll get into it when we talk about the comparison between the two shows. Yeah. But, yeah, I was I was glad I did it that way because, you know, I, I really was just eager to see what AEW was going to do uh, following up on their last match. Even though – even their last show. Even though I had said NXT – I thought had the better show last week, and we disagreed on that. But the continuation of their feud, the the storyline, I would say, I was more intrigued to see AEW this week first than NXT. I was just like, I can I can wait on NXT, and with NXT too, like. I, well, I, the main event that they had on NXT kind of further justified <laughs> watching AEW first this week. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, air, man. Air oh, that ball. makes sense. Out of
0: all the weeks that you had an opportunity to watch AEW first, <laughs> uh, the, the main event for Damian Priest, you're like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep. <laughs> that, that'll <laughs> do it. That'll do it. <laughs> and I didn't even know that was going to be the main event, too, by the way. I didn't know. I've, I actually forgot that match was happening. And then I saw like, I laughed when
0: when I found out it was the main event, because I immediately just thought, of you. I'm like,
1: I wonder what Hafiz Ah, uh, This is the main event. <laughs> All I'm thinking is, this is the point where anybody who was torn on what to watch, which main event, they're flipping the channel right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're flipping the channel. There's no way you're watching Arrow Guy right now over Chris Jericho, you know, defending his title against Darby Allen. There's <laughs> no way. Just none, zero. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. That's true, oh, man. <laughs> dude. Yeah. So yeah, man. Well, let's let's keep moving through this card. So we had another tag team matchup that, like I said, it had a lot of star power in it. So we had the team of. Let me pull this up here. Pac and John Moxley versus Kenny Omega and Adam. Hangman page so yeah man just a lot of star power a lot of storylines going on in this matchup we've got uh pox story basically going on continuing off of the last pay-per-view he and kenny omega had that matchup he beat kenny omega he's pissed off because um he didn't get a title opportunity right after Uh, he had to watch darby allen get his title opportunity after beating jimmy havoc he's like why am i not in this matchup i'm undefeated um this doesn't make any sense uh, we have Adam Hangman Page, who also had a matchup with Pac, and Pac beat him. He put him to sleep. So there's history between the two of them. Uh, we got Kenny Omega and Moxley's upcoming matchup at uh, Full Gear, um, which was supposed to happen at the last pay per view, but John Moxley got injured, um, and he mentioned that in the in the video package, like you know about the injury, and like the injury's not going to stop him, and now we're going to right the ship and and do you know get back on track. So interested there. And also Pac and Moxley. Uh Pac had interfered in Moxley's business. Uh, you know, he he uh there was the the barbed wire uh uh broom and the barbed wire bat yeah. fight that was about to happen Exchange and box, yeah they <laughs> exchanged gifts and Pac um hit Kenny Omega in the back and kind of quote unquote helped John Moxley with that fight, but John Moxley, of course, being who he is, he didn't want that help, so he was pissed off that that happened. And yeah, they got forced into this tag team match with each other, begrudgingly, But they actually worked well as a team for the most part of yeah. this matchup. Um, you know, just kind of working together to go against their their common enemies and Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Um, yeah, and in the beginning, oh, well, what was cool is we would, we shouldn't miss the fact that it was Kenny Omega's birthday, and the entire crowd was aware of it too yeah, and they yeah, all they got the happy birthday chant happy birthday they got a happy birthday chant first time i'm here i've heard that in wrestling by the way i've never heard a happy birthday chant in uh in wrestling maybe back in the day in in raw or something like that it may have happened but yeah that yeah, was I'm pretty recall one too now that you now do you say that yeah yeah i'm trying to i feel like that's happened maybe once before but i don't i don't like strongly remember it to say, oh, it was The Rock or Stone Cold or whoever. So you know, but it was pretty cool here and now for Kenny. And yeah, they came out on fire. You know, both just just going at both Pac and Moxley. Um, but yeah, just a great back and forth matchup between the two teams. Broke down eventually in the middle of the matchup, and yeah. Pac gave uh, what does he call? Or not Pac Moxley. Moxley's move. It's not dirty deeds anymore. Obviously, what what do you know the name of that finisher? No. I, I still didn't right. catch the name. Yeah, I got to I gotta find I that name. Dirty but. Deeds, but no, because that name belongs to WWE. WWE. Right, right. So the move formerly known as Dirty Deeds, he uh, hit it on Pac and then walked out the, the ring, just left the left Pac standing there. And it was over. It was a wrap at that point. Because, yeah, you, you have Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page just kind of with us just going. Oh, yeah. just
0: versus it turned into a handicap match, And done. Pac got his first loss.
1: Yep. So that that's that's the first official loss for Pac on his record in uh AEW and yeah Kenny Omega Adam Hangman Page came out on top. Uh what were your thoughts, man? What'd you think of it? I thought it was uh, I thought it was a great match, man. It had
0: definitely had a lot of star star power. And you know who stood out to me? It was Adam Hangman Page, man. I was going to say I agree. Yeah, I agree. he he definitely had a a, a good showing here too as well. And I think this is he needs this slow build him getting I'm
1: loving this for him.
0: Yeah, him yeah. getting catapult to that championship match. I, I get it because of uh, uh, you know he won uh in uh what was it that it wasn't the battle royale, was it?
1: The casino battle royale, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Yeah, He
0: you know, beat MJF at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that, you know, for that, but you know, this slow build for him is working, man. Yes. No. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Pac and uh, John Moxley man, they had some definitely had some great chemistry, man. With the especially when they was doing the tag in and out. I believe one tag uh, when John Moxley tagged himself in, uh, Pac would just kind of hold the component in, kind of just shoulder tackle him in there. While Moxley would just go to town on him, man. So it was great, man, seeing that uh, uh, you know that chemistry. But it eventually, did broke down towards the end, because of the w- weapon exchange between uh Kenny Omega and John Moxley, I believe the reason why uh Pac interfered because yeah. he wanted the dub, he didn't, <laughs> didn't want to take no L, right? Yeah. And it makes sense for his story, so I and that's why he was kind of just he took the weapons, he threw them down, and he pointed to Moxley and he, he kind of pointed, hey, What are you doing? What are you doing? Be smart, be smart because he's thinking about yeah. that
1: dub, man. You know? Uh, so, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was that, that was a funny moment. He throwing that out and him just being like, what the hell are you doing? Don't be stupid. Like, we're trying to win this matchup. We're going to get disqualified. Like, this is dumb. And then Moxley just, like, disappointed. He didn't get to use his, his toy, basically, there. And yeah. just decided to take him out and turn on his partner. So it was a funny moment. Um, Pop, did you cut his finger on that? I was – that's exactly what I was about to say. Did he cut his finger I was on that? barbed wire bat that he threw out because that's because
0: his hand wasn't bleeding before he touched it all of a sudden his hand was like god that's
1: crazy because yeah his his hand was bleeding a lot yeah so they he must have caught the wrong end of the the barbed wire that they had on the bat. because yeah he cut himself when he threw that out which is crazy man so i'm guessing this is like a tease
0: for you know their full gear they're going to have a weapon exchange then
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's going to be gruesome. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, the cut just started off right there. I actually just saw that that spot again. Like, the top of his middle finger, I think, got cut when he threw out the bat. And he's not even aware of it. He's just like, he's <laughs> just going through. Oh, my God, there's the hit. Um, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um yeah, man, it's gonna be a fun matchup to see next week. John Moxley versus Pac, one on one, this grudge match to continue on for where they left off with Moxley leaving his partner hanging. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for it and the the pay per view matchup between Moxley and Kenny Omega. The storyline just keeps getting built beautifully there too. So yeah, a lot of great things happen there.
0: Yeah, man, uh, I definitely enjoyed another great tag team. So. And now, and, and, and you know, and that tag team did work because it's set up for future matches, like for next week. So we're going to get a Pac and uh, John Moxley, which should be fun
1: now. Was, exactly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. And we are at the main event uh, Chris Jericho versus Darby Allen for the AEW Championship Philadelphia Street Fight. So, really enjoyed this matchup. Uh, Darby Allen had the face paint that said champ 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 all over it oh, uh, his yeah. Skateboard skateboard uh, underneath it it said AEW champion on it so really love that um, just kind of because with a match like this and we know that that Chris Jericho um, has this matchup coming up with Cody Rhodes. You're in your mind thinking, all right. We already know he's going to lose, right? We know that Darby Allen's going to lose, but with Darby Allen going that extra mile to put Champ all over him, to put it on a skateboard, to try to hype that up some more, I feel like that did a good job of putting a little bit of doubt in your mind. Like, but what if what if, <laughs> if? what if he won? You know, like they 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 got me for a second. I'm like, he's really trying to 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 put that in our minds and he really wants it all over from, from head all the way down to his arm. Yeah. Like, like it just, it was cool to see like, again, showing off how much he wants to be champion. And like, I just felt for him like, man, you know, but maybe, maybe they could do something to flip this around a little bit. So, um, and then Chris Jericho coming out with the face paint, bringing out the painmaker maker persona a little bit for this matchup. I love that. Um, just Chris Jericho's awesome man. He he can reinvent himself so many different ways, and just just is such a. It just has so much range that it was is fun how he can match up with a guy like Adam Hanger Page, with you know um, Cody Rhodes, and fit their style but then they also go against a guy like Darby Allen and fit that street fight style. Like it was just really cool to see. So I love the setup for this matchup. Um, Great hardcore uh, wrestling going on, just uh, using the Singapore cane. I think I brought in at one point. Um, Now there was a little bit of confusion. I feel from the fans around the rope break, because I think three times they use the rope break to, Break the, um, those, uh, what's that? It, yeah, it, in a street fight. In a street fight, yeah.
0: Because that's why I think the AEW fans started chanting, this is a street fight. Yeah.
1: And I agree. You know, I, I feel like that is kind of a goofy thing to let happen where, you know, a, a guy, okay, the the submission was being put on him and he goes to the ropes and you break it because of that in a street fight is not quite as bad as the disqualification to hell in a cell. That's, that's way more egregious. But this was kind of annoying to see that they. Did it was. That. It was. I'm like it's a street fight, so I thought anything goes. Mm-hmm.
0: So why are we, you know, submissions? He's getting a break. So yeah, yeah. So rightfully so. So why the fans were chanting? You know, this is the street fight. Right. I mean, but but maybe they'll learn that lesson. Though. Cause it seemed like they think, actually
1: listen to their their actually, customers.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: they actually care. They actually give a damn about what we think and what you know makes sense and all of that. So either they'll address the rules a little bit more clear to introduce rope break in a street fight scenario, or they'll just get rid of rope break altogether and find a different way to break submissions and pins uh, without violating that rule in the future. So hopefully they do that. But overall, I didn't think it took away from the match. I think it was still a fun matchup. Um, Darby Allen getting his hands taped behind his back and still doing moves it's oh, crazy. Yes. Just, that, that whole part, I'm like, okay, this guy is taking another step <laughs> up by pulling this off. Like, you know, he he did that top – he went to the top rope and did uh, – he didn't do the coffin drop. It was like another top rope high-flying maneuver. Like, a, I don't even know, I don't know how to describe it. But it was cool to see, again, with the man's hands tape behind, uh, behind his back. It was crazy. Um, and, yeah, it took – um this guy uh what's his name jake uh gosh what's his last name hager hager thank you jake hager coming out and when he was when when darby ellen was going to do the coffin drop jake hager came out pushed him off the top rope um which lay, led to the judas effect uh being hit and and then he was what submitted they said he didn't tap out nah, i never he, saw him tap well
0: out. i think he did because
1: i think he may have motion he, yeah yeah maybe referee. he said he quit yeah I think which that's what it was i feel like that even though i don't know I, I don't hate it but the the fact that you've been selling that he has uh resilience to pain yeah and then he would kind of quit like that it goes against his character it does yeah it does so i think that that also was a misstep in the main event too in terms of just like his character but i don't think it was a complete like failure there you know it's believable to a point because he is human after all um you know he's not like a like a supernatural character that just can't take pain like he's just a little crazy he got to think about he he had his his hands tied behind his
0: back too so while that's happening exactly so you gotta look at the you know the situation
1: now yeah like this is just not a normal you know submission that's getting put on him at this in this spot so yeah yeah, so um, you know, I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. The power bomb on the skateboard too was pretty funny to see. Um uh, yeah. them utilizing it that way. Um but yeah, overall I thought it was a solid match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, what were your thoughts? Uh I, I love this match, man. I I thought it was good. It
0: was a solid uh, you know, championship match. I thought Darby Allen, that dude is so freaking fast. Yeah. Like he could wrestle circles around Chris Jericho, man. That's how fast he is, man. So I, I think it, it was a good uh, match for Chris Jericho because he had to actually slow it down, and you know, and and so he can take advantage of it. And that's what he did when I think when he finally went and got a kindle stick, start just beating him with it, and he actually slowed him down because before that, it seemed like he was just wrestling all over the ring man like flipping all over the place so it was crazy man
1: yeah man like i said i feel like with this matchup and with every matchup that darby allen has had he's just taking that next step up to being a superstar really in the in the wrestling industry um it's just a lot of fun to watch him yep. um and like you said the speed the athleticism um, the daredevil, the, he's kind of got some Jeff Hardy in him. I was just saying, he does, he, he does feel similar to that. Um, just that daredevil who's willing to do anything and just super charismatic. Um, so really love what I'm seeing from him, man. And Jericho, pff, he's just Jericho's Jericho, man. Celebrated with a little bit of the bubble, uh, with the, um, with the inner <laughs> circle, and they all came uh, out with champagne bottles. Oh, so no uh yeah. So, yeah, man, just enjoyed it. Great way to end the show. Just awesome, awesome uh, matchup and great ending. So, yeah, man, I enjoyed it. How long do you think Chris
0: Jericho will be champion for?
1: Because
0: he has to build uh, that that
1: belt. Yeah, I think it would make sense to keep it on him for a while. Um, for this first champion, especially that it's Chris Jericho, I think definitely he should beat Cody. Um, I would say he should enter 2020 as champion. I think that makes sense. Um if they gave him a year long reign that would be crazy. Um but it, man, that would do a lot for that belt to say like the first champion held it for a year and to really build up whoever it is that takes that belt off of him, you know. I think that would be great, but I would say, you know, it, it'll be not in not in not this year. I don't think he loses it this year. I think he goes into 2020 as champion and maybe by summer, early summer, maybe say like June, you know, he loses it to someone there. Is that I when he
0: usually that. tours with Fozzie?
1: Ooh, I wasn't even thinking about that, but there you go. That could be it. You know, that's a, that's a great point when we should find that out. We should find out when his tour is for Fozzie. Cause that'll tell us right there. Yeah, bro. It would. And like, that's yep. when we should, you know, okay. So I'm going to estimate around that period. Yeah. That could possibly call. drop the belt. That's a great call. That's a great call. I could see that. I mean, it's possible that they decide to to take it off him earlier than that, and maybe there's another match that, you know, if he loses that, then he's gone from AEW at least for a minute while he does that tour, and then he comes back. Um, But, yeah, I would love it. I would love to see a long title reign for that first champion to really build up the belt and make it special. Hell yeah, man. Because, you know, if it's going to, I think that would, you
0: know, definitely work for Chris Jericho's favor. This dude is amazing. He's an all-star. You know, definitely a Hall of Famer, man, when he retires.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, he's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, just one of the all-time greats for sure. One of the greatest wrestlers, period, that I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah, they're, at, at AEW, is lucky to have him. He's right. They, they do. They should thank him. Uh, every time the crowd thanks him in their chance, they're appropriately doing so. So, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely enjoying what Chris Jericho was doing. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's see what happens next week on AEW show. I feel like that's, that's, uh, this, this was a great way to continue my anticipation for, you know, the next coming weeks, just everything they did from the tag team tournament to the main event with Jericho, uh, retaining the way he did. Uh, I just want to see the next, the next step of him and, uh, Cody Rhodes, story yeah. um, and how they're going to continue that either through video packages. Video or package or one, real quick. I, I felt like it added more weight. To their uh, story, bro. Yeah, it did. It did a lot, you know, because you feel it. The emotion, again, it's like yeah. a movie. You know, seeing uh, Cody, again, going through that that mental preparation, you know, kind of tuning out all of the other stuff and just focusing in on the the challenge at hand with Chris Jericho. You know, I I, I loved it. I loved it. And like I said, I want to see some of their YouTube uh, stuff because I feel like it's probably going to be similar to that. And And if that's the case, man, wow. They've they've got a great thing going when it comes to the storytelling. The WWE could learn a lot from them when it comes to how they're setting up these matches. It's, it's crazy. Yes,
0: they, they could definitely learn how to, li- you know, not even you know how to treat the product better. Even learn from their customers as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, <laughs> listen to your customers. I well, remember Triple H came out with that famous promo. You are now the authority. Oh, oh Jesus. My God. That just sounds just goofy now. It does. It does. You know, it seems like AEW
1: making us the authority because we're just
0: eating this up and enjoying it.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll say it here like this week, cause we're, we're getting ready to go into our NXT conversation, but I will say that this week I'd have to give it to AEW for sure. Um, just the tag team wrestling, yep. you know, after the, each match that they had um, in that division was awesome. Um, and then you had, I mean, even the one downside with, with Riho. I don't think that was
0: actually a downside because, you know, I think that was actually a good match. Uh, I thought it was, that's where I'm I'm just saying, I I just think Rio as a character, I, you know, I don't see what's the, yeah, yeah. It needs work. And for me, I just don't see what the big deal is about her right now.
1: Yeah. I, and I agree, you know, but even with that, like to say that that was, "Quote unquote the the lowest point. Like it was actually a really good point of the show. Yeah. So you know that says something about how how great this show was. You know that 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 match would be um, what it was, and still like it was it was great. It was great overall. Um. So yeah, just the overall strong show. And again, ending with Jericho and Darby Allen for the championship. It was a like borderline a pay per view level type of show, to be honest. Um, because the, the, just the level of wrestling that we got from top to bottom and the titles that were on the line, um, it had that feel for me. So, yeah, definitely will put this as number one this week.
0: Oh, man, that's what's up because, uh, yeah, I definitely put it as number one again this week again, man. I don't yeah. know, man. You Do you
1: feel that they can slowly convert us? Um, that's tough, man, because my heart is really with NXT. You know, I gotta say, but I'm, I'm always gonna be real and honest about it. And, you know, when they come out on top for sure, I'm gonna call it out and say that's what it is. And I think that if the NXT product ever truly, like we've, we've been talking about, or we had talked about how Vince McMahon might put his stamp on NXT at some point or another. If that happens, oh yeah, 100%. I, I think AEW would win me over because that would be it. That would be the only thing we have left where it doesn't have that that issue of Vince overproducing or not utilizing the the talent that's hot and the talent that really deserves that that push right mm-hmm. so that would be i think the thing that would do it but as long as you know Regal and Triple H are doing their thing with, with NXT i feel like it's it's always going to be i'll say this just to be just to 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 wrap it up that AEW on its own i think will is is already at a point where I'm just more excited for this than for Raw or for SmackDown, for sure. That's true. That's like, yeah. already there. So when it comes to NXT, what I want as a wrestling fan is not to even be not even have it to say like I am one way or another, either AEW or NXT. I want to be able to enjoy four great hours of wrestling on Wednesdays. Period. And so for me, you know, AEW, I'm already I'm a fan, and NXT, I'm a fan. And so I just want both of those to be able to continue doing what they're doing and not fall into the same traps as Raw and SmackDown do eventually, eventually did and become complacent and get too boring um, and have bad booking. Like, no, like, just keep doing what you're doing. They're both the alternative to those shows. And I just want them to stay that way. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, man. I just hope that it doesn't, uh, you know, like goes down that that horrible path for NXT because it could you know could. Uh, under possibly under Vince man if he gets to see more of these the rating comparisons towards aew it, it it might prompt him to do such things And i hope that's not the case at all man i hope triple h you know uh still just continues just to focus on his nxt brand
1: do you have do you have uh ratings numbers for this week? I do actually, I do, man. Why don't you go and bring this up because I feel like we might as well. We're kind of already talking about the comparison a little bit here, so we might as well just bring that up for AEW. We can bring it up again during uh, NXT. But what what are the numbers? What were the numbers this week for both shows? So uh,
0: I'll go with AEW first, man. It was just over a million again. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, over a million. Uh, it went down just a little bit. It, uh, they said about a ten percent drop. Uh, okay. But you got NXT who had seven hundred and ninety thousand last week viewers, and now we got seven hundred and twelve thousand
1: for okay. this uh, last for this past week. So they both dropped a little bit, but the yeah. drops weren't as significant as they were. Well, especially for NXT. It wasn't as big of a drop as it was the week before, but it was still a drop. Whereas with AEW, we went, we still stayed over that million mark, which it sounds good. Yeah. I'm just and it I ranked like-
0: it, it would it ranked fifth as the top viewing for uh, for what was it for cable that night? AEW did, yeah, okay. So you think okay. about it that
1: way too, you know, for that metric as well. It's that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I like that because yeah, the goal definitely for them or one goal for them would be to be number one on Wednesdays in ratings. Like you know, whatever show is is shown in prime time on Wednesdays, they want to beat that and uh, become number one. So yeah, that's that's to be fifth. That's saying something. That's good. That's good. You know, I, I'm I'm rooting for them to. You know, to keep rising and to to see an increase in the numbers at some point for, for NXT as well for both of those shows. You know, it'd be amazing to say that number one and number two on Wednesday nights is AEW and NXT in whatever order. For me as a fan, doesn't matter. You know, I'll take both of them being one and two. Man, that'd be really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. Uh, you know, when, it just I'm just worried that you know when Vince sees this that he doesn't see as it, it's like all right. Now, now I got to take over like that controlling aspect of him. And then now we're going to have like, you know, dissension between him and Triple H. That's why I just don't want to happen with NXT.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's one of those things, man. Like we just have no idea from where we're at, you know, what yeah. it would take necessarily for offense to do that. Or if he's even thinking about that. Um, and it's, it, what sucks too, is that the, the NXT, uh, brand and what they're doing, they're doing some great stuff on that show, you know, so I just wish more fans were more I don't know, engaged with that and we brought up this point last time um, the 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 WWE Network, you, you could still see NXT on the WWE Network so I feel like that is affecting the views because if I know that both of these shows are going on at the same time on cable yeah, but one of them, I have a chance to see them on You know, uh, on demand on WWE Network that I'm paying for. You know, shoot, I might as well just watch AEW first. And if I if I haven't DVRed NXT, no worries, I could see it on the WWE Network. I think they put it up on Fridays. I don't think it's up on the next day right away. That I wait a couple of days now. That I think that might be it for some people, honestly, that they're waiting because, again, you know, with both of those shows happening, if you're a, a hardcore fan. You know, and you have the WWE Network. Yeah, you might make that decision to say I'm going to watch AEW, and then I'm going to wait until NXT goes on the network, and I don't have to deal with commercials. That's another thing. I mean, people hate commercials, yeah. so
0: or you got you got to you gotta think about DVR as well. Yeah, you know, like us, like yeah. How does that count? Yeah, yeah. as well. And then and, and put it in this perspect perspective as well for their viewing uh, 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 ratings. They were thirtieth uh, for you know for for rank show of that night Mm.
1: as opposed to aew being fifth fifth yeah yeah that's gonna piss Fence off for sure yeah and but also too like it really depends on the perspective because i mentioned before i think the whole reason nxt is on um usa not only is is it there because of AEW and they want to compete but i feel like the the mindset one mindset is if you get even one viewer not to watch AEW, you know that's one 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 viewer watching NXT is one viewer that's not watching AEW. So that's seven hundred thousand plus uh, uh, ratings. That those people weren't watching AEW. So that might just be the the goal was to just counter program and try to take some people away. Because you're
0: saying is basically yeah. if you know if NXT wasn't there, their rating could have been like a one point seven,
1: a lot higher. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I, you so, know what? I see your point on that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I, I don't know where I, like I read that or heard that maybe from another podcast or whatever, but I, that is something that, you know, had been mentioned that before when this was all being talked about, like that could be one of the goals really. It's just to say, Hey, you know, we, all we need to do is put this up against that show. And that's that number. However, many people watch that's, that's, viewers that aren't going to that AEW product. Yeah. Um, And I think for me personally, long-term, I don't know that that, because again, you still as a show, as NXT need to hit some goal for USA to be happy with the programming that you're putting on so that they don't say, Oh, well, this isn't working for us. We're going to go ahead and put, you know, um, uh, temptation Island, you know, in the (laughs) forefront during that hour, (laughs) that two hours instead of, this that's not getting the ratings right because if temptation island can do 1 million or 1.4 or whatever and nxt is only doing seven hundred thousand, well damn it we need to make some money so you know are the people paying for that sponsorship time are pissed yeah. because people aren't watching it at the same rate as as they would have something else so yeah we got to make a change um so yeah there's there's so many different ways to look at this i think the relationship with usa though must be really good um with the history that they've had the way things are going um so yeah there's just so many aspects to this but you know just as a fan I feel like what I'm hoping for is that both shows thrive cuz you know I love wrestling and I want to see both of them be really good Yeah I
0: you you do bring a good point about USA you know it 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 just worries me that you know when you know they're going to look at these ratings like hold on you know this is what we paid we paid a lot of money for this now right. you know and now you're losing to your competitor at TNT uh, AEW, you know, we need to see some changes, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe they do the right changes. Like, what they should do is maybe change the venue, not as a big venue like, like an all state arena, arena but maybe smaller. What's a good small venue? Uh, not the, like, uh, not the series like, center, but maybe
1: smaller than that, like a 5,000 seater, uh, as you're saying this, I'm just thinking of um, the the old ECW arena, like something that yeah, size, yeah, that
0: size, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, um, like in Philly, yeah,
0: man. To make it, you, you make it feel important because the minute AEW comes on, you know they, you you just feel it, you feel the energy, mm-hmm. it's feel exciting. Mm-hmm. It's almost you know throwback to like Attitude Era WWE, yeah. how it used to be. You know, that, that music comes in, JR's talking, it felt like that, just like AEW, yeah. man. That whole energy like, oh man, this is this is this is exciting. Uh maybe you don't feel that, you know, the casual fan is not gonna feel that with NXT.
1: Yeah, I think it would be great to experiment with NXT being in a bigger venue during this weekly show. You know, I think maybe when they do, like if they do a European tour like uh, WWE does every once in a while, mm-hmm. if they do that. Like even uh, NXT UK, it feels like that that uh, venue that they use oh, is bigger yes. than, than the one that they're using at Full Sail. Yeah. So something like that, if they do a European tour, especially with NXT UK, I mean, there's that connection, right? Yep. So you can have all those guys go to the uk for you know a couple of weeks and just see what that does to the ratings i think that could be interesting
0: that's a good idea that's a good idea because the arena is bigger uh the, the the uk nxt crowd is great oh my god it, yeah. yeah yeah so that i think that would be i think that's a great
1: idea and i think it'll be exciting yep yep so yeah that will hopefully they they You know, like you said, make the right changes if they are going to make some changes, you know, and and, uh, I think that would be a fun one to do. And, yeah, just experiment with some bigger venues, change it up a little bit. I mean, you're on USA now. It's not the network, so you're going to have to experiment a little bit. Um, I think more time is needed. And, um, you know, like we said, well, we'll get into it when we talk about NXT here in a minute. But um, main events, trying to book those a little bit better than what they did this week. But we'll we'll get into that. Um, But, yeah, AEW, definitely the winner this week um you know just just awesome phenomenal job from top to bottom everybody played i came to play and it was awesome even the video packages were on point and made me just want to watch more video packages by aew so that it's not surprising to hear those numbers are being really good and that they're fifth overall um right now in the ratings for that time slot man like they're killing it they're killing it so great job to them uh much more future success hopefully Um, But, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week's recap of AEW Dynamite. Uh, We will catch you guys next time. Um, Actually, pretty soon here, we're going to do that NXT wrap-up. But for Devin, uh, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys here in a minute. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling
0: Podcast.